Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's sleeker and it's sexier here for the second episode of the Sleek and Sexy Steelers Standard Super Bowl Special, the SSSSSBS. And it's a power ranking crossover now on the Super Bowl Special. We are going to rank our top 10 Super Bowls that we remember, that we have memories of. And I want to start by saying that the undisputed worst Super Bowl that I remember, aside from the Steelers and the Packers, because that Super Bowl, okay, that okay. Super Bowl never happened. I don't know if you were going that Super Bowl that never direction. Happened. It's like when a, a team like Louisville gets the championship Vacated. stricken from the record. That the Packers. I don't remember. That. Yeah, I don't remember the the Louisville Cardinals winning in uh nope 2013 2013. They did what not that, beat what Michigan. What was that kid's name who broke Peyton his ankle? Siva? No, the no. kid who broke his Kevin like Ware. Kevin Ware. Kevin Ware. I remember it was Easter Sunday at my grandma's house. We were all watching that. It was one of the most disgusting live injuries I've oh, ever it's, seen in my it, life. Horrible. I've ever seen in my life. Horrible. He came back. He came back and played the right. next year. The next year, I remember. But they won. Or excuse me, they did not win in 2013. I don't know. No, I don't remember. That game happened. never happened. They didn't beat Michigan. None, none of that happened. Was it Michigan they beat? Just like That's how awesome. the Steelers. Never lost to the Packers, and the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have never won a Super Bowl. And it's really oh, that'd sad. Be awesome. It's really sad that if Rodgers won Super Bowl was somehow vacated. It is. I don't know what to tell you. But the worst Super Bowl on this list is Super Bowl Fifty Three by far. Thirteen to three Patriots over the Rams. Oh, garbage! It was three garbage. to three heading into the fourth quarter. Sorry, I think I we am... were all like still interested in it because we wanted to see the Patriots right. lose and it was 3-3. Three, three, and, and it was like, close. Oh. And the Rams were a young, cool, like McVay was cool, Goff mm-hmm. was cool, Donald was a beast. Like, they were a young, up-and-coming and team. And we were excited because that game from that year, it was we were we were robbed of Chiefs-Rams part two. Because you remember that Monday night game they played? It was like 51-45. That was the best game, regular season or playoffs, I've probably ever seen. That was when Mahomes lost to Brady in the AFC Championship. Yeah, right. We yeah. were robbed. I know. Robbed, I tell you. And then and somehow then the, and then a good Super Bowl because it was 13 And then the Rams scored three points after being like the best offense all year long. Belichick in that Patriots defense yeah. was always just... If they got to the Super Bowl, they were going to have a little something-something for you. All right, my number 10 Super Bowl. Oh, you don't have a JDQ MTC? Well, that was it, pretty much. It's just the... Just it, don't it, talk about it. It was a struggle to get to 10, all right, buddy? I, I don't, it kind of was. Because I don't have the best memory. I do a lot of drugs. I do a lot of alcohol. I, a lot of stuff is, is erased. <laughs> but seriously, my number 10, uh-huh. little caveat here. I don't remember the game exactly. Oh, see, I remember, I though, like... Being there, mm-hmm. watching it in my parents' basement, I couldn't tell you like all the plays that happened or the important sequences. I could tell you the most important one. That's Adam Vinatieri making a field. Yeah, I got Super Bowl thirty six coming at number ten, Patriots Rams. That's fair. Pat's first ring of their dynasty. Yeah. They were fourteen point underdogs that year. I know it's hard for you to get your head around this because of what they are now, 
But back then, before that Super Bowl, no one expected them to even get there, beat the Steelers in the AFC mm-hmm. Championship game. No one expected them to beat the Rams, two years removed from their greatest show on turf Super Bowl. Um, as weird as this sounds, that was a very likable story back then in the moment for people. The Patriots were the plucky 100%. upstart. And the Rams were the dynasty 100%. that was trying to establish themselves. And Brady themselves. had to take down Warner. Yeah. Warner and Bruce and Holt mm-hmm. and Falk and Orlando Pace. I mean, they were amazing. For like, You don't see a 14-point favorite in the Super Bowl very often. And that's what the Rams were in that Patriots Super Bowl. 20-17 was the final score. Vinatieri obviously makes the, the game-winning field goal at the end of the game, give the Ram, or the Patriots their first Super Bowl win. So again, like I don't remember exactly it from start to finish, but I have flashes of that game in my memory banks, and I know for a fact I was online and watching it in yep. the moment. So I put that at number ten. The I only have spoiler. I only have one Patriots win on my list. <sighs> I got a lot. They were in almost every Super Bowl. Wow. But the first one I remember was Super Bowl Thirty Eight. Against the Panthers. Didn't... Very it, similar to the Rams. They only won by three points. They were still kind it was of a last unproven second field team. Goal. Not an unproven team. That kind of established themselves. As yeah, like for the sure. Weird but I, I only have one Patriots win on my list, and it's way at the top. See, I put Patriots wins on my list just because like, I tried to separate myself from how much I hate them. and just like. They, oh, you know they, what? I have two. They played that a, was incorrect. I do have two. They played a ton of great yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, like As much as it sucks, and they played in one of the worst ones ever in 53. But I have they played zero a lot of, of the first dynasty. On my list. Well, I have one. Okay. Well, you did. No, I would count that as the first dynasty, the Carolina win. No, I, I, I mentioned that one. It's not my number 10. Okay. What's your number 10 then? My number 10 is okay. Bear with me because I wrote down the Roman numerals. I believe it's 54. I can't believe you would do that. Why wouldn't you just look at it? L I V. It's Kansas City and San Francisco, number 10. I didn't put that one on my list. Good See, comeback I think from we Mahomes, both struggled for Super Bowl. I think we both struggled once we got to like seven, eight, nine, ten. So I feel like anywhere beyond that seven spot, you could really have freedom to do to do whatever you want. I mean, Mahomes' first ring, mm-hmm. they were the team that everybody was excited for. Although the Niners too, it wasn't like a yeah, they had six rings or they had five rings prior to that. But it's not like they were this team that all of a sudden, you know, the Niners had been winning all the time. Like, that iteration of the Niners were really right. fresh. Jimmy I just G. think it's cool, like, you know, the, the there's a big comeback by the Chiefs. The Chiefs got there, right? Mahomes was denied the year before, then got there the year after. Didn't have to go through Brady. Kind of crazy how mm-hmm. that works out, huh? Yep. When you go through Brady, you don't get there. And when you don't have to go through Brady, you can. Kind of like Mahomes, except for Burrow. Burrow did beat Mahomes. So. Yeah, Mahomes never beat Brady in the playoffs. We'll we'll see how the Burrow Mahomes rivalry unfolds. Hopefully, Burrow can stay healthy, right? But I just thought it was I thought it was a decent one. Also of note, significant to remember, the last major sporting event we had before COVID hit. <laughs> Good to know that it's the rematch happening in, in four, the COVID three days, Bowl. So maybe hopefully March uh, doesn't another go this way pandemic. But we had everyone had known about COVID. Happening overseas, it hadn't gotten to the U.S. yet. That was like a month later. Yep. All right, number nine for me, mm-hmm. I go to Super Bowl forty-seven, the Ravens and the Niners. Very memorable. How dare you? Power outage. How Power dare outage you? Really memorable. Put the Ravens in your top ten. Jacoby Jones had the the yeah. kick return. Mm-hmm. 
it was 28 to 6 at that point when he returned that second yeah. half kickoff. It was an incredible comeback ever the by Sanford. The game San ended Frank. 34 to 31. So great comeback. The power outage gives you something that you'll never forget. It was both Harbaugh brothers playing against mm-hmm. each other. Ray Lewis's last game in the NFL. There was a ton of great storylines um, from an NFL perspective, not so much a Steelers perspective, in this game. I remember. Yeah, that's why I couldn't do I it. I remember back then it was the crossroads of because the Patriots hadn't won their sixth yet. So it was, do I want the Ravens to win a Ravens, Super Bowl or the, do I want the Niners to tie my team's record? Like I remember Brady being hadn't like, even won his fourth <laughs> yet, Tom. But I was like, what do I do? Who do I pick? Who am I rooting for in this game? Um, it ended up being a great game. Very, very sketchy pass interference that was yes, not at the called very end at on the Michael end Crabtree. Yeah, could have been and could have changed the outcome of that game. And quite frankly, could have changed the entire outcome of how Colin Kaepernick is viewed in the NFL. Definitely. You can't kind of blackball a guy. To, He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, probably would have probably been the MVP, MVP of that game after yeah. the comeback that he had. So, And, and you just, know how much people like to recycle champions? He might still have a job today if he had yeah. that on his resume. Very possible. Uh, but a memorable Super Bowl nonetheless, despite the sure. Ravens winning their— Yeah, that's why I yeah. kept it out. Yeah, I had to keep— winning I agree. It was super memorable, a great game, too, but couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. All right, number nine for me— here we go. I'm thinking this is Super Bowl 57. This is last year, Kansas City and Philadelphia. Yeah, I got that one a little bit higher on my list, coming up in a couple of spots, 38 to 35. Really fun game. Yeah. But then it comes down to a weak pass interference weak call that did get called. Call. Just a total weak ass pass That did not need call. have any business Getting called, and it was called, and it completely changed the outcome of the game. I think that holds this game back in my eyes. That's what I did. Top it's five number nine because yeah. we were robbed of a game where we could just say the outcome was decided completely by the two teams on the field. Was it James Bradbury who got the call James on Bradbury. Juju Smith Schuster? If that's not called, the Chiefs don't have the ability to kill the clock to what four seconds remaining, now the Eagles kick the, the game winning yeah. field goal. Yeah. And you probably go to overtime for the second time in Super Bowl history. Yeah, I know the refs really screwed the pooch on that one, really robbed us of a of a even better ending, but still a really good high Super, Bowl. Super Bowl mm-hmm. and a great Super Bowl nonetheless. And just an all time quarterback back and forth. Yes, right. You, uh, uh, there was nobody out there who said if the Eagles win, who would you give the MVP to? Not Jalen Hurts. No, Jalen Hurts deserved. I think he had three rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. Like that's the most tied for most all time. Number eight for me is two years ago, Super Bowl 56 between the Rams and the Bengals. Mm. 23 to 20 was the final score. This wasn't a game where like I remember amazing plays happening, right. but I know it was always close. Yeah, always close. The Bengals had a chance to tie or win late. Aaron Donald had a huge sack, took his helmet off, pointed at the uh-huh. ring finger, had that famous moment for him. Do you so remember the fourth it wasn't down like play? The flashiest Super Bowl, but it definitely was one of the better ones I remember. And watching. it was cut. It was capped with a game-winning drive by Stafford, right? The Rams to were the down Triple Crown play. winner to Cooper Cup. Do you remember the the last meaningful play? The Bengals had the ball. They got the ball back after the Rams scored. And Don- it was it Donald or or it was Donald who got the sack? The big, the big. Well, play? no, I'm not talking about this. It wasn't a sack because I'm talking about fourth down. I don't know if it was Donald or Von Miller, whoever caused the pressure, but someone got to Burrow and had him wrapped up and kind of twirled him around. And Burrow, being Burrow, got the ball out and not only out as he's being spun around, he was literally facing the wrong direction, but spun backwards and got the ball out. On fourth down, but it fell incomplete. But 
just a ridiculous effort by him to be in the grasp of, I think it was Aaron Donald, and still get the ball out and potentially convert a fourth down. One of, so this wasn't on my list, but when Mahomes played the Buccaneers, I, yeah. saw, I saw clips of that on Instagram recently. Like the best play from every Super Bowl? Not not that. It was solely on how Mahomes was a freak oh, okay. in that Super Bowl. And like every play he had to run for his life. Mm-hmm. And there was clips that were infused into this from the Buccaneers sidelines, mic'd up about him. And like there would be those plays where he'd like kind of throw sideways mm-hmm. to parallel to the ground. And like they cut to Chris Godwin and he's like, how did he do that? Yeah. And they're just like, Mike Evans is mic'd up going to somebody. He's like, Mahomes is amazing, man. Like, they're beating them thirty-one to nine, and these people are still just like, mm-hmm. "This guy's a freak." I, I, the clip that I saw was like the best play from every Super Bowl for the last twenty years, and the clip they showed from that game was a Mahomes pass that he had to throw as he was f- being taken to the ground, parallel to the ground, that fell incomplete. Yeah, it was an incomplete pass. But they still say that's the best play from that game because of Mahomes' effort. All right, your number eight team. All right, All right my number up. eight game. Is the rematch? This is Super Bowl uh, forty-six. This is Giants Patriots round two. Mm. Didn't put that one on my list. Mario Manningham. I had to just because of the the history behind it. Eli dropping it in the bucket to Manningham on that sideline throw. That was just a thing of beauty. Insane. I mean, Brady's lost three Super Bowls in his career: two to Eli and one to Nick Foles. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't predict that if you had a million chances. Crazy. Yeah, really not not nearly as good as the first go around between those two teams, but still the fact that once again Eli Manning was in the position down to Tom Brady had to lead a, a, a game winning drive and did it and did it while converting one of the best catches you'll ever see in Super Bowl history that Mario Manningham catches ridiculous on the sidelines. One of the best catches in Super Bowl history, not the best catch in Giants Super Bowl history. No, though. certainly That's not. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, that was pretty they good have, That team has two of the best plays in Super Bowl history ever. Ever. And they came in like a four-year window. And that those two runs, those were Eli's only successful playoff Incredible. Runs. He, he never won a playoff, won a playoff game outside runs. of those two years. Other than winning all of them. How is that the, possible? Two Super Bowls. I don't know how that's possible, but... It's That's the magic of Eli, I guess. Uh, so number seven for me is, we already talked about it, Super Bowl 57. That's the Eagles-Chiefs. 38-35. It's a good one. Yeah, it's just such a great Super Bowl. You're number but it's, seven, taint, it's tainted. A little bit. A little tainted. This is kind of a lot tainted to me, but... Uh, well, okay. you just don't know that the Eagles are going to... Right. We don't know. Right. But I would have liked the, the fair I shot. The chance. I don't want, you know, you don't want... That's, that's kind of the uh, hypocritical can... of us because we're talking about... Baltimore San Fran with the pass interference in the corner of the end zone. We definitely think there should have been. No, I'm saying there's but like a let the guys the Eagles, play. Yeah, I want. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, let the guys. The, the play. ideal ending to a Super Bowl is a minute and thirty on the clock, and the team that's losing has a chance to tie slash take mm-hmm. the lead. That's what you want. That's and what you're that playing wasn't for. given to the Eagles because the Chiefs got that call, were able to kill the clock and kick the field goal with five seconds left. Your number seven. My number seven. All right, I think this is Super Bowl forty four. This is New Orleans and Indianapolis. Mm. I didn't put this one on. Very. Oh, I thought it was really good. Onside kick by Sean Payton. Onside kick, iconic. Also, you have to remember. It was going to be Payton's second, right? Payton's. It would have been Payton's second. Um, An all-time quarterback matchup. Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. 
Like the only thing I think we have comparable to talk about today is Mahomes and Brady and that Super Bowl. Peyton threw a pick six late in that game. Well, too, so right? that's I think that's a great moment. Is the Colts were driving. They were down by a touchdown, right? They were all like a 25-yard line. They were were right there. They all thought they were going to score and win. And I think his name is Tracy Porter. Pulled off the pick six and... Rest is history. Yeah. But but you can't forget the the onside kick. It's one of the ballsiest Ballsiest moves moves to start the second half. Not the first guy to do it. Coach Cower. Coach Cower. Cower's got a lot of... uh, Cower... When Cower got to the Super Bowl slash AFC Championship games, everything was on the table yeah, for him. Right. Including a, a touchdown pass by Antoine, Antoine Randall to Heinz Ward. All right, so that was your number seven, seven, correct? All right, so my number six, this is where I have Super Bowl 49, and it sucks for Steelers fans, but Which one is that? this is the Patriots-Seahawks Super Bowl. Seahawks. Oh, I got that one higher. Seahawks going for number two in a row, denied by Tom Brady. Uh, it looked like Tom Brady had won the game, and then, I don't know if this is the right wide receiver. Javon Curse. The deep ball from Russell Wilson yeah, that set him up to on the, the sideline. Yeah, okay, Javon, Javon Curse. And sets up the Niners to just hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch four straight times, and you win the Super Bowl. Instead, they run a pass play. Malcolm Butler, doing a very good job of film study all week long, recognizes the play, jumps the route, makes the pick. The rest is history. The Patriots win the Super Bowl. The Seahawks don't go back-to-back. That sucked to see as a Steelers fan, but I cannot deny its greatness as a Super Bowl for, you know, that that's like one of those things where you look at the on the ESPN app and it has the the probability chart for who's going to win the game. Mm-hmm. That's one it where it goes spikes up, to up the Patriots, and down, then goes down, down to the Seahawks, the Seahawks and then, then goes back, right up, back to up to the Patriots. Yeah. So that ending was insane. Oh, it was so awesome. as much as you hate the result, you got to tip your cap to the game. It was awesome. Great game. Hate hate to see Brady win, but it would not. <laughs> we I don't were, think we were all in Pittsburgh going like, "Yeah, curse, yes." Seattle. I wonder how people will remember that Super Bowl if Marshawn Lynch just runs it in for a touchdown. I still think it would be just as great, but it would be wow! I can't believe Seattle pulled that. It would be Seattle pulled a New England. They did right. what the Patriots did to everybody else. Right. Russell Wilson did a Brady. But I think it's remembered so crazily because of that interception. I just don't understand like. Maybe I do because of some of the things we know about him now as a guy. But, like, you hear that call from Pete Carroll if you're Russell Wilson that you're going to pass. Like, how do you not just say, let's just hand it off for right. at least the first down play. Russell, like, You're least- saying, like, Russell Wilson's a, a man of his own nature. Like, why not just say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to run the ball in with, with Marshawn. Like, coach is like, yeah, you know, I expect the run to be like, they can expect the run. They can have 15 guys in the field. On first down at least, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the ball, the ball to, Mar- to Marshawn. And the play right before that. They gave it to Marshawn. They had like first and goal at the 10 or something. And he got them eight yards. Do you remember the episode of The League where Marshawn was a guest and they were at the beach and Taco was sitting in the chair and Kevin wanted a beer and Taco was like, yeah, sure, I'll throw it to you. And Marshawn was like, no, man, don't throw it to him. He's like, just, just, hand, ru- just hand just it walk to it me. Over. I'll run it yeah. over to him. It'll be, the, it'll be easier. And he's like, no, nah, I got this. It's fine. It's easy throw. And Marshawn's like, man, I will get it to the safe. <laughs> Just give me the beer. And then Kevin or Taco throws it, obviously, and disaster happens. Yeah, right. It breaks or something. What so. a show, the league. Great show. Great, great show. little callback there. Uh-huh. Um, they always did stuff like that. Marshawn Lynch is so funny. I saw a clip from, you'll always see Marshawn Lynch clips because his Super Bowl weeks were legendary. He and Dion, Dion, when he worked for the NFL Network, was doing uh-huh. an interview with him. And he was like, 
you're pretty shy, aren't you, Marshawn? And Marshawn was like, no, I'm not shy. And he's like, you don't like talking much at these things. And Marshawn was like, I'm just about that action, boss. <laughs> yes, sir. What and a badass like, answer. But like, he backed up that answer every time he mm-hmm. stepped on the field. It wasn't talk for Marshawn. It was my actions and my play did all the talking for me. So uh, what a great answer. And yeah, truly Iconic. one of the personal favorites of mine of, of yeah, characters sure. who played in the NFL. Of our lifetime, yeah, yeah. No question about it. Skittles. I mean, come on. That's yeah. all you have to say. All right, so that was number six for me. Your number six? My number six, this is where I have Super Bowl 51. This is the comeback. This is Brady against Atlanta. I have that later. I have that higher on my list. It I, is I struggle to not put it higher. But 28 to 3 is undeniable. It's yeah. the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. One of the greatest comebacks in, in NFL history, any game, no matter what week it is. So, in all, as much as the Patriots deserve credit for coming back, forcing overtime, winning, an all time fumble by the Falcons. I mean, an all time fumble by current Kyle head Shanahan. coach, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan. Total fumble by the Falcons. Just, yeah. I. How do you get they blew out? that more than the Patriots won. A hundred percent. You don't. There's one team you don't give that chance to. It's New England, and you did that. It just kind of solidified me who Matt Ryan is going to be remembered as. Good, but not great because right. because of that loss. But he could have potentially been great. That would that have been was one his of the MVP be- season. Would have been one of the best quarterbacking seasons in the history of the league. Mm-hmm. That was his Put MVP season. Numbers. He won the MVP. He's not. He, a, he's not a Hall of Famer. I think because of that season. Yeah. Well, because of the loss. Because, because of the, of the loss. Super Bowl Sorry. Loss. Because of the loss. Uh, and he won. You can make the case. Regular season MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. One of the best individual seasons by a quarterback ever. You you might have to argue he's a Hall of Famer. That's actually my number five. That was actually coming up okay, next okay. on my list. So that's my number five. Your number five. Well, my number five. Uh, oh, we'll get to. We don't have to talk about it. We you haven't mentioned it yet, so it's okay. Okay, we'll skip your number five for weird reasons. Oh oh oh! Because okay, okay, number okay, okay, six was Patriots Falcons. My <laughs> right. number five is Patriots. My Falcons. number five was the very next year Super Bowl Fifty Two. This is where I have Philly and New England. We got those flip flopped. That's okay. my number four is okay. Philly versus New England. Philly yeah. special. No one thought Nick Foles was going to be able to beat Tom Brady. And I think what makes this even better to me, and I have it high, like 28-3 was a better comeback. 28-3 was probably a better Super Bowl than this one because of the comeback nature. I put this one in front of it, though, because we hate the Patriots, A. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles is yeah, an incredible Yeah, you could not story. think of a bigger underdog. It's like him and Jeff Hostetler are the two backup quarterbacks that have mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl, defying all odds. Hostetler with the Giants, Foles with the Eagles. But this was Tom Brady's best Super Bowl, statistically. Really? And he lost it. He could do whatever. Oh, well, that doesn't he surprise me because this was like game. the highest Super Bowl we've seen until. 41 to 33 was the Until final Kansas City, Philadelphia of last year. He could do whatever he wanted on that football field. And remember, they had a chance to come back in that game. Brady had the ball. Oh, yeah, and, and the Brandon fumble. Graham forces mm-hmm. the fumble. The Eagles recover, and that's all she wrote for the Patriots oh, trying was to go awesome. back to back again. That was an awesome moment. It was an awesome moment. Um, and the Philly special, too. One of the best. Incredible. It's the top 10 Super Bowl play of all time. Yes. For sure. With eight, And it's probably, excuse me, 
one of the earliest plays to like in terms of when it happened in the game, right? Like when you think of Super Bowl plays that mean a lot, you're thinking of like second half, fourth quarter. But that one came in the first half. That was the end of the first half. And it's also nice to see that Nick Foles, it was his idea. He, in the mic'd up, he comes mm-hmm. over to the sidelines. He goes, what about Philly Philly? And Peterson kind of looks at him and he's like, yeah. He's like, you want to run it? He's like, yeah, all right, let's run it. And then it's cool too that you see him in the huddle and he just goes, all right, Philly special. Like, you know, plays are usually like X, seven, right. and dagger, that's all he has to five say. wide right, 45. Yeah, the looping. cadence is insane. And this time he just goes, Philly special. And you see Kelsey just like nod and they all just like, oh, it's on. Like, uh-huh. we know what's about to happen. And really just what a creative play. And for yeah. all the Patriots people, <laughs> Foles wasn't <laughs> set. <laughs> it was illegal. <laughs> Watch it again. He did a great job of getting set before the snap. It's, an, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a perfectly executed play by the Eagles and helped fuel them to that Super Bowl victory. All right, so that was my number four. Four. Your number four. My number four. This is where I have Super Bowl... 49, this is where I have New England, Seattle. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, man. It's, Who then it's, was benched in a later Super Bowl. I think, uh, was, was it? Was the it Eagles Super the Bowl. The Eagles Super Bowl, yes. yeah. And they got torched in their secondary by Nick mm-hmm. Foles. And I don't think, I don't think Malcolm. Remember number one receiver that year? For the. Eagles? Was it like Alshon Jeffrey? It was Alshon Jeffrey. He was a beast, too. Yeah, he was really good. Really good. Yeah, he torched him in that So, Weird decision to bench Malcolm Butler. I don't think Malcolm Butler wins in that game the way he did against Seattle. No, but, but he maybe makes a player too. Didn't he get traded like the next yeah, offseason yeah. too to like Tennessee or somewhere? Weird. Belichick, some weird Belichick. Belichick thing happened. He got benched like for that game. Yeah, he it wasn't even AFC that playoff. he was like doing poorly no, all he, season long. He played he, the NFC Championship game, and then he got benched for the Super Bowl. I don't know what the heck that was all about. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, my number three, which is really my number one because two and it's, one. Well, I'm, I'll put this at number two. You put a Steelers one behind this. No, 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 no. If I'm being unbiased, I would, would put, put this Steelers one at number two. Behind. If I'm being numbers. unbiased, this might be number one. <sighs> it might be. But number three for both of us. Is the Giants helmet catch. That's yeah. 42. Eli Manning to David Tyree. David Tyree's part of that play is impressive. Probably a little bit more lucky. I think Eli's. And you know what's crazy? I think Broken Eli's tackle is, is the one that's like the, the best. It's better, but it's underrated. 
I think people remember the helmet catch more than Eli's effort to avoid the sack, what, three different times? The play is so legendary because it took a Herculean effort to get the throw off, and then you match that with the Herculean effort to make the actual catch. Everything about that play, given the, the individual play in a vacuum, and then you expand the, the, the scope to what is happening, you have a perfect season on the line by Brady's biggest rival's little brother. It's insane. It's insane. And the road that the Giants had to take to get there, right? I mean, like two years before they that. They were the best team in the history of the league. Two years before that, the Steelers became the first team ever to be a wild card team and make it to the Super Bowl. And then the Giants had to do the exact same thing. They were the best team in the league. History. I mean, I know that they don't have the record, and it's still the Dolphins. But the records they set, there's no way that you no. can't tell me that that Patriots team was not the best team in the history of the NFL. It just goes to show the and over, they lost. They're right, eighteen and one. The overreactions, and, and you know we were subject to this too when the Niners started off the season five and zero. Oh, are the Niners about to pull Patriots? Yeah, we said that they lost three straight games. You can't. Now we've learned our lesson. You can't make that comparison until a team does it. Does or, it or even. Lo- like now, like the Niners look great this year at times. They were nowhere near what that Patriots like that Patriots team, especially the Moss and Brady connection was it's just absurd. It was an absurd it was it shouldn't have been allowed. I know, you know I know how David the record... Stern stopped the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers right. way back when. They should have stopped the Randy Moss to the Patriots move. Which is absurd because they allowed that trade to go through, but not Kevin Durant to the Warriors, who had just gone seventy three nine the year before. So But yeah, it's when Randy Moss spent that year in Oakland the year before You thought he was done. I thought he was done. I thought, wow, this great guy is going to kill his career playing for a garbage franchise in Oakland. And then his best year was yet to come. His literally his best defining season. Like his best year. I know his rookie year is like the best rookie year ever, but... His years... Best years. I mean, it's his best year for sure because he set the record. His Minnesota days. He was yeah, but he like Afro. You Randy almost Moss, forget. Afro Randy you Moss. almost forget how good he was for the remainder of his time spent in New England. And that year in Oakland, like he was still decent. Wasn't terrible. No, he was just kind of forgotten. Just on a really bad team. Yeah. Terrible team. I don't even remember who the quarterback was. At What's that a time. weirder Oakland Raider wide receiver, Randy Moss or, or Jerry, Jerry Rice? Rice. <laughs> it's got to be well, Jerry Rice, right? Jerry Rice was good for Oakland though for a couple of years, and then he went to Seattle and did really well in Seattle. Also, yeah, I'm looking up Jerry Rice right now as a little bit of a side. I'm looking up the pro before. I'm pretty sure every single year was pretty damn good for him. Uh, Seattle, you're wrong about that. He only had 362 yards receiving in Seattle, and he was traded midseason to Seattle oh, okay. from Oakland. But he had two 1,000-yard seasons with the Raiders and then an 869 one in his last full season Okay, but it's 41. Yeah, it's weirder to see Jerry Rice in a Seahawks jersey, is it not, compared to the Raider one? Well, I'll give you I'll give you kind of one of those in the vein for Randy Moss. Oh, well, there's a ton. He was in the Titans. The Niners. He was on the Niners team, team with Harbaugh. Um, is that it? Niners. Niners and Titans. Titans, Patriots, yeah. Vikings. Well, because he went... From the Patriots to the Vikings again in 2010. Actually, I think he went from the Vikings to the Patriots again in 2010. And then a, he was traded three times in 2010. Vikings, Patriots, I remember and that. Titans. I don't know if he was traded. I think he was like Maybe waiver was dumped. Yeah. And then he took a year off in 2011. 
and then he uh, came back for that run with the Niners in 2012 at age 35, Mm -hmm. only had 434 yards, three tutties, and obviously went to the Super Bowl with them. So that 23-touchdown performance wasn't actually his highest yardage output as a wide receiver. That came in 2003, 1,632 yards and 17 touchdowns with the Minnesota Vikings. So he he had some pretty good Minnesota Vikings years. Yeah, that's And then he went to the the Patriots— and had the best season of any wide receiver ever. Lost his chance at a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, nah. Because he got back there he in wasn't. 2011, and then he got back there the very next year in 2012 with the Ra- with the Niners. So he you can't say he lost his chance at a Super Bowl. He wasn't the same. I mean, he never won a Super Bowl, and he wasn't the same guy that time. Those that, that was his chance to win a Super Bowl and be like the, as like one Randy of the Moss guys to yeah. win a Super Bowl. How about Randy Moss and Wes Welker, two legendary players, Moss more so. Zero rings. Zero rings after spending all that time in New England. Yeah, they they were the guys who were like They're part the of that. Of not the middle yeah. the middlemen. They were they came in after the first dynasty and left before the second dynasty began. Obviously number two and number one now. I go number 40 first at number two. Steelers yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Super Bowl 43, number yeah. one, Steelers, Cardinals. See, okay, so if I'm being biased, or if I'm being unbiased, I don't think Super Bowl 40 makes the top 10 if the JDQ MDC. People don't love that Super Bowl 40. They don't. They hate it, actually. But they we're think it's really boring. But we're a Steelers Nation right. radio podcast, and I think it was one of the best They think it's ever. like, oh, people want to doll this up because it's the Steelers winning their fifth and Jerome Bettis' right, last game. Like right, It doesn't right, matter right. to the rest of the league. It does not, it matters. It matters to us, for sure. But if I'm, I'm still, if I'm being unbiased, I, I'd put 43 over 42. It's just crazy that those happened back to back. Like we had, because I remember Goodell's speech was like, "Who would have thought we would have been able to top last year's Super Bowl?" But mm-hmm. the Cardinals and Steelers certainly did their best to try. Do you? Did you ever come home from school and put on the NFL Network? They did top tens every day. They're doing that now. I remember coming home and being, and you know, they're doing putting that now on for the Super putting Bowl. on NFL Network, putting on like watching top ten videos all afternoon long, and one of them was top ten Super Bowls of all time. And they put Super Bowl 43 and 42. I think they put 43 as number two and Super Bowl 42 as number one as their top two. But then one of the panelists was like, do we not think there were any Super Bowls before these last two years? Like, do you not forget that there was 40 years of this game before? Just it's crazy that you had two of the best games ever played in back to back years. Really is. Are we going to get one of the best Super Bowls ever? On Sunday, let's light the fire and let's preview Niners and Chiefs. That's coming up next on the sleek and sexy Steelers Standard Super Bowl special. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 